Tissot Pop, Season 5, Episode 10. Hello and welcome to Tissot Pop, the mini podcast for busy teachers. My name is Laura and joining me today to talk about building your personal brand on LinkedIn is Gina Rodriguez. Gina is an ELT marketing and education consultant helping language service teams learn about social media, marketing, sales strategy, and course innovation to build their brand awareness and grow their businesses. She offers training, professional talks, tailored strategies, and of course, consultancy. She's passionate about quality education, innovative teaching tools, and has an interest in supporting parents through effective school communication. Gina, a very warm welcome to the show. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Laura, for inviting me. It's a real pleasure to be here to my first podcast. (laughs) In today's episode, we're going to talk about personal branding for teachers and the benefits of building a personal brand on a social media platform like LinkedIn. We're also going to focus on three steps to help you set up your LinkedIn profile and use this platform to reflect your brand. As with many TESOL Pop episodes, today's topic is relevant to many teaching contexts, whether you teach in a school or work as a freelance educator. In addition, while we're focusing on LinkedIn as our platform of choice today, the ideas and steps in this episode can be adapted to other platforms such as Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook. A good place to start then would be to define what personal branding is. Gina, could you tell us what it means in your own words? Sure, that's a very good question. Well, a personal brand is the uh, widely recognized perception or impression that people have about a person based on uh, their experience, their expertise, and their competencies. Normally, when we talk about a brand, in general, people tend to think of big companies. But nowadays, you know, the term branding is also applicable to uh, all businesses, not only big ones, but it could be uh, small, medium language schools, and also uh, self-employed professionals. Someone, I think it was uh, Bezos that said, that it is what, you know, branding is what people say when you're not in the room. So it's that perception that people have about you. In today's episode, we mentioned LinkedIn as our platform of choice. And of course, there is a community of teachers that are present on LinkedIn, but some of our listeners may not use it or engage in using a platform like this as frequently as others or not at all. Could you tell us how can a social media platform like this one help teachers? LinkedIn is one of those platforms that is usually associated to uh, businesses and corporate. However, it is used by uh, the ELT community, but especially the majority of the people there are decision makers. So what does that mean for teachers? Um, you know, it means that if they use, if they are present in the platform, they will be in front of the eyes of publishers and stakeholders and like you know examination boards but also sometimes even parents okay that populate the the platform it's a professional platform people are there because they want to learn about industry news they want to see what's trending and what's happening and uh, it's very important for teachers to know how to be there because it's a different place from for example, Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, just to mention a few. When you're building a personal brand on a platform like LinkedIn, where on earth should we start? What would be the first step? The moment you start your account on LinkedIn, you need to look at some details, especially the profile. So, for example, the photo, the banner, the summary, the feature section. 
it's very important that you have a photo and it is a professional photo so it's not a photo of yourself on the beach for example <laughs> okay um and the banner which is the piece that is behind your photo it's an extra space that you can use to for example say what you do so you have like a little claim that, that represents you somehow there's a connection here a language teacher there is a connection to your job and to, to your sector. When you use LinkedIn, every time you make a comment uh, or you share a post, you'll see that there's your name and underneath there's a piece of information like your title, tagline, right? And that is so important because in that space, it needs to be clear who you are, what you do and who you help. The first, uh, I think it's 70 characters are visible every time you, you comment so again as I say it has to be clear what you do who you help and the next thing is the summary so the summary gives you a little bit of more space and it's not visible when you are online and in the sense that when you're commenting but if someone sees you and sees uh, information someone might be interested in learning a bit more about this person they go and check your profile they will go to your summary so that's where you need to have all your uh, information like what you do in more detail but using what is called the upside pyramid so with the most important information at the top and then you go down because people are always in a hurry if they, if they don't get hooked by the first line then probably they will move on or they're not going to continue to read so start with the most important information first and then go down and then invite people to connect with you or to check your website if you have one or listen to your podcast as in your case. It can be quite tricky can't it to think of all these things if you're just starting out but I find that by talking to colleagues and friends about what, where my strengths are that helps me to identify what I do and what I do well in formulating like the tagline that you mentioned and thinking about what I should post if listeners are maybe thinking oh I'm not too sure what to write it can be something that you can evolve through conversations and with my LinkedIn maybe it's the same with yours Gina mine's evolved quite a lot over the past year because you you can change it you can change it it's fine if you haven't got quite got the text right or you feel like oh you know what that's not quite snappy enough or um, that's not really driving the point you can get feedback from your colleagues and friends on this and then you can always just change it I think it's important just to get started and just just have a go first and it will evolve through the editorial process absolutely my profile has changed over the years so many times because as you said you know at the beginning maybe you're not quite sure maybe you you change your sector maybe you change you have a new passion (laughs) and even when you know exactly what you're doing and uh, you know you're kind of stable uh, I do recommend checking your profile like at least minimum once a year and see okay if um, there's something you need to tweak a little bit. You mentioned earlier posting I think that's a good step for us to move on to once we've got the profile set up and thinking about what we can post because sometimes it can be quite intimidating to know what to put out there in the ether of a platform as vast as LinkedIn. What tips do you have on posting content specifically and to kind of start generating conversations about, you know, your passions and values? You have to think of social networks as uh, social. I mean, they are social. They're like social events. So imagine that you you work for a school, there's the, the meeting, the teacher's meeting, okay, where you talk about the 
methodologies, the native methodologies. So, so that's professional and that's your LinkedIn. And then you leave the room and then you go to have a coffee all together and maybe talk about you know the restaurant that you went yesterday and show the pictures about your last trip that's probably your instagram <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a good analogy <laughs> yeah and then you leave the school and you you bump into your cousin <laughs> and you start talking about family that's your facebook mm-hmm. and then you go into your house and start jumping on the sofa that's your tiktok for example dancing in the living room <laughs> 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 so you see and whereas you will be wearing pajamas in the living room and you're not going to be wearing pajamas in you know in that teachers meeting so people need to understand that um, there's an etiquette out there that needs to be um, respected if you look at personal branding you know because you want to leave that impression on the people that are following you or networking with you on the, on the social network um, your content has to bring value. How you, how you know, how do you plan that? First, you need to plan it in the same way you plan your lessons. So you sit down and think, well, you know, what is your message? Once you have those kind of main uh, messages for your communication, then you're going to think about pillars for each one. You think, for example, if you're talking, if you teach adults uh, that work in companies, maybe. One of the, the message is reskilling and upskilling, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay. And underneath, you will have subtopics about that. So you have to divide that. And then you start thinking what you're going to, and thinking also about what people ask you about a lot. So all those questions that you get from colleagues, from other, you know, from parents, from the students. So if they're asking you things and you can help them, then also. That's part of your communication on the platform as well. So up until this point, we've talked about creating your profile, tending to it every year to make sure it is relevant and remains up to date with what your values and where you're going in your career. And you talked about posting content as well and thinking about what type of content to post. Can we move on to like the third stage about interacting with others? Because it is a social media site. So we have to be social, right? Absolutely. What, what tips do you have in handling that? First thing is to start conversations or move conversations onwards okay so it's not just about being observing like some people for example they create a profile and they they stay there quiet observing if you're there because you want to uh, benefit from your network and bring value to to your network so the best thing to do is to start conversations Mm -hmm. so you can do that by for example checking what people are posting or you can even click on the little bell on, the, on someone's profile so if you if there's someone that maybe let's imagine there's an author or yeah a writer that is there in your network and you know you want you don't want to miss what they are saying so you, you click on the that icon and then when they post you will see the post immediately a notification and you go and comments um it's not just like great well done congrats otherwise the comment will if it sounds too robotic people will start doubting even more now ask a question add something uh, link another resource um, and that will help the conversation move on and I would recommend if you want to grow your network for example to spend some time like 10-15 minutes 
uh, sit down and go through and see you know what's happening and imagine that it's like again going into that teacher's room and saying hello to people the use of the day that you have and just like that kind of thing being social really thank you so much Gina for sharing all this expertise and encouraging us to curate our personal branding on a platform like LinkedIn it's been a really insightful conversation so thank you thank you thank you Laura for inviting me and um, and I hope it's useful so if you're thinking about building your personal brand then Gina and I would like to challenge you to share this podcast on your LinkedIn and tag us you can tag Pop and of course Gina Rodriguez on LinkedIn and share your thoughts on the episode that can be your first post if you're looking for inspiration to learn more about using LinkedIn and of course other social networks then go and check out Gina's website at grschoolmarketing.com and also she's on Instagram at Gina underscore ELT underscore consultant of course as always those links are in the show notes and on the TESOPOP website so you can find them easily if you have a question that you'd like us to answer or indeed a topic like Gina did to pitch for a podcast then you can contact us via Instagram Facebook or the website tsopop.com. Finally, you can support the work we do at Tsopop by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also share our content with your teaching community, or you can even go and sponsor one of our coffee breaks at ko.com forward slash tsopop.